Welcome to the Red Conrad Show, the story of my life and world events how I see them. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. Let's get this going. Hello everyone. This episode is mainly to uh, try to clear up some fucking misperceptions that people have. Alright, um, first of all, uh, the situation I'm dealing with that is going to be covered in a different series, um, actually was already recorded, I just don't know when I'm publishing it, more time, this episode gets published, last year's might be published already, <coughs> might not be published yet, at the time of this recording, I don't know, depends on when I publish though, that series, and when I publish this one, but anyways, I've had a conversation recently, with a friend of mine, um, about some shit that I'm dealing with, He made some bullshit assumptions about people that is involved in my situation, and I'm a little upset about it. And it did involve drugs, drug use, drug addiction. Um, now this guy claims to be a fucking Christian, okay? A lot of people claim to be a Christian, but in reality, Despite some people's, including my fucking friends, best efforts, they're really only a Christian in name only. Some of them, it's not their fault. Some of them, they are following to the T what their church teaches, what their denomination teaches. And there are there are errors in most denominations, um, but there are people that are Christian in name only on purpose. Because despite you know knowing what the, what the Bible says, despite knowing how Jesus fucking walked this earth and what he did and how he treated people, and despite even going as far as telling other people that that's how they should fucking goddamn be, they're not. They're gonna fucking pass judgment on people. They're going to fucking assume the worst about people, and they are not going to give these people a chance to fucking defend themselves and a chance to prove those fucking assumptions wrong. Now, I don't know um, how much I covered in the older episodes of this show, the free or paid episodes about myself, but, um... Well, first of all, if you're new to the show, please go back and listen to my older episodes in order, because granted, I started going out of order with the events of my life. The older episodes do have some background information on me, um, my mental and physical conditions that I deal with on a daily basis, uh, some serious fucked up situations that I've been through in my past, and then because of something I, went, I started going through over the summertime, um... I shifted a little bit, I skipped a couple years in my life, and jumped right to that, the then present situation, <coughs> I'm still obviously talking about present situations, I'll get back to the past where I left off, work my way up to the present, eventually, but if you, if you want a true understanding of me, 
um, as as a, a person, as a, an individual, the way I do things, the way I see things, please go back to the first episodes and work your way up. Um, anyways, as I was saying, um, I don't know how much I, I said in the older episodes about myself, but I, I used to be an alcoholic, okay? I used to drink a fucking lot. Um, I spent, like, buku bucks on alcohol. Well, when I, when I was in my early 20s, I got recruited into a business that was covered in, in its own series. So, if you want to know about that, you can go back and listen to the Business Partner series. It's all there. Um, but I was making, you know, okay money. And that money introduced me to, you know, more expensive, higher quality fucking booze. And so my habit went from drinking cheap shit to drinking the more expensive shit. So I'm drinking, you know, an insane amount a day, every damn day. I'm buying top quality shit, which adds up real motherfucking quick. And then one day I decided, you know, I was gonna cold turkey fucking stuff. I didn't go, I didn't go to AA. I didn't do none of that bullshit. I just got tired of it. I woke up one day. I I felt like absolute fucking shit. Probably the worst I've ever felt in my life after drinking. Um, I just noticed that it was having a major fucking effect on me, on my business, and I I just couldn't fucking do it no more. So I just fucking stopped. And for a couple of years, I would keep a single a single can of beer in the fridge just just to have it there. Okay, every couple of months, somebody one of my friends I drank would come by, that's what they can drink it. They drank it, and then I'd have to go out and buy another single can of beer just to have it there. And that's how you know it went for a couple of years after I stopped drinking. Uh, now it's been quite a number of years that I haven't had any alcohol in the fucking goddamn house. Except for currently, I got a bottle of wine sitting in the fridge. That's been sitting there since I got it for free. I didn't buy it. Um, I don't drink wine. <clears throat> My friends and shit, none of them drink wine. So it's just been fucking sitting there since I got it. You know, probably eventually getting end up getting tossed. Now I bring that up because you know, my like I said, my friend, you know, made some assumptions I didn't like. Refuses to fucking um, give these people a fucking chance to defend themselves and to prove he's fucking something's wrong. So I just want to spend a few minutes um, going over some shit, okay? Because like I said, I, in my opinion, people like him are a Christian in name only. Can read the Bible, can go to fucking Goddamn Church, but you are not fucking living by Jesus' example. You're passing judgment. You're making bullshit assumptions, and you're not giving people a fucking chance to, to defend themselves. You're also fucking, by the assumptions you made about the people that I know, you're making assumptions about people at large that, you know, have addictions, whether it be drugs, alcohol, whatever, that they're just, you know, because of their addiction, they're just blatant assholes. And that is not fucking goddamn true. Alright, because I've, most of my friends throughout my life, Alright, the vast majority of my friends throughout my life, starting from, you know, school, and then continuing through my adulthood, meeting different people, I moved to different areas in New York before coming to Florida, 
so I've been around a, a clusterfuck of different fucking goddamn people, right? I've met a bunch of different people. And I became friends with a bunch of different people. And a hell of a lot of them are fucking recovered addicts. Alright? I've had, I mean, granted, yes, I have had friends that their addiction kind of took over. They're in jail right now. Right now, some of them are dead. One of my friends OD'd um, a few years back on heroin. Okay, fine. But that doesn't make them assholes. And I'll, I'll get to why in a minute. But getting back to what I was... Uh, I, these people did drugs when they were younger. Maybe they've been doing drugs well until their fucking adulthood. Not everybody you know, has their vices, right? People go, people go through shit. People fucking uh, turn to different mechanisms. Um, to deal with their, uh, life, right? And then at some point, they wake up and they realize that their addiction, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol, whatever the fuck it is, isn't healthy. It's, it's destroying their life. It's destroying their relationships with their fucking family and their friends. Um... So, whether they fucking go through rehab, go through the whole AANA process or not, they get clean. And they better themselves. I know several people that used to be hardcore addicts on hardcore drugs. I mean, hard fucking core drugs. I'm, I'm, like, if, you, if you're gonna assume fucking weed's a drug, no, it ain't. Weed ain't a drug. Okay? I'm not talking about fucking bullshit like weed. I'm not even fucking talking about fucking shit like Viking. I'm talking like hardcore fucking shit, alright? And they got themselves clean and started a fucking goddamn business and became very fucking successful. One person I know is actually a fucking goddamn silent multimillionaire. And I say silent because he doesn't brag about it. He doesn't dress it. He doesn't, you know, can live that fancy, expensive fucking lifestyle. So if you met him on the side of the street, you'd never guess. That, that that man is a multimillionaire, and he runs about fucking ten different fucking successful fucking businesses. My other friends run anywhere from like one to three successful businesses, and are very fucking high end people. One one of the couples that I know that are, that are successful. You can definitely see it because they got a nice fancy house. They got fancy vehicles. So you'd probably be able to take a good guess at how much money they have. But you'd never guess any of these people used to be fucking addicts. So it's fucking bullshit that an addict um, is a slimy, sleazing fucking asshole. What they're gonna do is fucking steal your shit, or fuck your shit up, or whatever. It's fucking bullshit. If that's how you fucking got and feel, you're you're the fucking asshole. I want you to think about this for a second, okay? Addicts, a lot of them. Yeah, some of them started out doing drugs back in school. 
to be cool or whatever the fuck. But a lot of addicts fucking started doing the drugs or the alcohol or whatever. Um, not to fit in school, but to deal with their problems. You don't know what the fuck their life, what they were going through in their life that led up to them becoming an addict. And since becoming an addict, you don't know what the fuck they've been fucking dealing with. You don't know, you know, how many times that addict may have tried to fucking get clean. Alright, you're not giving them a fucking goddamn chance. A lot of addicts, when they get, when they finally decide to get clean, can they get clean and they start fucking working on themselves and they start working on their life? Can they become some of the best, most successful fucking charitable people can you ever fucking goddamn meet? A lot of addicts spend more fucking goddamn money on fucking shelters and homeless people to get them off the fucking streets, can get them into a home, get them fucking jobs, Recovered addicts. Alright? Can they do more to fucking help people than a lot of fucking churches and nonprofits do? So if you, if you, if you're one of those people, I think once an addict, always an addict, they're gonna fucking steal from me, I don't want them fucking around me, blah 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 bullshit, you are the motherfucking gun asshole. Yes. I, I, I will admit that I've helped out a couple of addicts. I thought they were friends. And I've gotten fucked. They either fucking used me emotionally. Or, um, they stole my shit. Actually, one addict I tried helping earlier in the year. No, no joke. Stole my entire fucking goddamn set of dishes. I had a, a, a very old, um, Set of dishes. Fancy set of dishes, like, kinda like the, the, um, old china. I mean, I got a dish here and there lying around that wasn't in the kitchen. But, everything that was in the fucking cabinet was fucking taken. This bitch literally stole my dishes. I don't know what the fuck she thought she was in the fucking selling dishes for. How much dishes are, are fucking worth on the fucking goddamn streets. But, whatever. So, yeah, well, I'll admit that I got fucked over by a couple of addicts that, you know, just didn't want to help. And, you know, that's fine. They're not ready to fucking got them get clean yet. But, uh, that only makes up a very small percentage, you know, of the addict world. And from my personal experience of years dealing with fucking addicts. I mean, fuck. I've been helping fucking addicts. I've been friends with addicts for, uh... Little over fucking 20 years at this point. And the vast majority of them got clean and became very successful fucking people. A lot of them ended up fucking even, you know, starting families and, and fucking raising families and their children because they're open with their kids about the drugs they did, what it did to them, how they fucking turned out and how hard it was to um, become the person that they are today. You know, being a recovered addict, most of them, their kids don't, don't touch the shit. They're absolutely fucking against the shit. So, by calling addicts assholes, by making assumptions about them, by not giving them a chance, 
especially if you consider yourself a fucking Christian. You are a fucking asshole. And you have no idea what kind of fucking goddamn person that you're fucking missing out on. The kind of friendship you could have by fucking not helping these people. And you don't have to fucking goddamn shoot up or smoke or, or pop pills or whatever the fuck the addict is doing to be around them. You'd be amazed just fucking talking to them. And they will tell you a bunch of fucked up shit. A lot of them will tell you their fucking life story when they first fucking meet you. Don't know you from a hole in the wall. You're still going to get it because they don't have anybody to fucking talk to. If you stay there and listen to them and let them fucking talk. And just talk to them for a little bit. And you keep on going back to where they hang out and keep on fucking talking to them. It might eventually come out. That they're trying to get clean, but they don't know what to do. They tried this route. They tried that route. It's not fucking working. So, so help them out. I'm not saying you gotta fucking let them in your house like I did, and end up getting your fucking instead of this is fucking stolen from you like I did. I'm not saying you gotta do, do that, but you can fucking put a GoFundMe together for them. Can get some money to get them in a hotel. You can help them fucking find a job. You know, just fucking stupid little shit like that. And that would make all the fucking difference to these fucking people. Or if you meet somebody that you feel looks like an addict, you're gonna just, for whatever reason, whether it's tattoos in certain locations, or it's the way they dress, or the way they talk, whatever the fuck it is, you get that feeling that, that, Whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, that you just want to assume that they're a fucking addict. Don't make that fucking assumption. And then right away fucking got him say, I don't want this person in my life. I don't want, fuck, no, don't do that shit. Fucking ask them. Give them a chance to fucking defend themselves. If they're fucking, if they were an addict, they'll probably admit it to you. And then we'll go on with, you know, when they got clean, how long they've been clean for, um, they'll admit more than likely that it's been a struggle for them what they're doing with the guy to do they might even say you know what it was that pushed them to finally fucking get clean and why they're trying to fucking stay clean and then if they're still using they might admit that too but if they want to get clean or if they're trying to get clean and they can't get in nowhere that will help them out so they're trying to like wean themselves off so they don't fucking go through that, like, heavy, heavy, uh, fucking sick for days, can't do shit for days on end, um, withdrawal. They'll tell you that. And even if they fucking tell you that, I can understand you don't want that in an active addict in your home, especially if you've, if you've got kids, because you just don't want that shit in your house. Let's keep fucking stuff out of it, because not all addicts, active addicts, fucking steal. A lot of them are genuinely just looking for help. They're looking for um a way to get clean. If they don't have a reason to get clean yet, they're looking for that reason. And sometimes they find that reason in a stranger that's actually willing to talk to them and and help them through the process. Um. So, anyways, so fine. You don't want them in your house. Then start a GoFundMe for them. 
ask them if they've got some place that they, that they that they're staying that's you know doable for a little while. And that you're gonna try to fucking get some stuff together to help them out. Start a GoFundMe for them. Talk to your fucking church if you go to church. See if they'll help them out. Gather resources. Gather fucking donations. Do the GoFundMe or whatever. Put them up in a hotel. Get them off the fucking streets. Help them get into fuck. To help them get into a rehab. Um, help. And they're, and if they they're not insured, I'm not saying you got to front the bill. Use the donations to cover the rehab. Or um, if you can't get enough donations to cover the rehab, help them get insurance. So there's a lot of insurance plans that can be had for free under certain circumstances. And I'm sure you know if they're living on the streets or whatever, they can more than likely qualify for fucking free insurance. And then put them in rehab and have the insurance their insurance fucking cover it. But there are things you can do to help these people, especially if you're going to claim you're a fucking Christian. And I can guarantee you, if you allow these people around you, you allow yourself to be around them, whether they're fresh clean, been clean for years, or they're still active, but they want to get clean, and you help them get clean, especially if you help them get clean, whether they're fresh clean and you help them stay clean, or they want to get clean and you help them get clean, you help them get off the fucking street. Once they're clean and, and they start working on themselves and they go through the process, they, they get a job, whether they get themselves or you help them get the, get the job, can stay in contact with them. I'm not saying you gotta be best buddies. I'm not saying you gotta fucking talk to them on a daily basis, just once a week, once a month, um, meet up with them somewhere. Whether, you know, you exchange phone numbers, or can you, uh, make a meeting point at a certain restaurant or whatever, and, and you fuck sit down for a meal together once a month, and just catch up with them. And I can guarantee you, after a few months that they're clean, maybe a fucking year, maybe a little bit longer than a year, but I can guarantee you at some point, after they're clean, you're gonna see this, this individual, this massive fucking change from when you met them, to where they are now, and what they're doing with themselves, and what they're doing for others, because a lot of recovered addicts do end up fucking helping others, whether whether they go into um, helping other addicts get off the street in a similar way that you help them, or they're helping the homeless in general, whether they're an addict or not, they're helping the homeless in general get off the street in a similar way that you help that you help them, you know, whether they're using extra money from their job. Or they started a fucking god in business, and they're using that money, or um, they're running GoFundMe's, whatever it is, they're spending their money to help people get off the street, get cleaned up, find jobs, and get their fucking life back in order. Now, I'm not saying that every recovered addict will do that, because not every recovered addict does. A lot of recovered addicts are recovered addicts. Solely for their family because they don't want to fucking hurt their family. And their family was the sole reason why they fucking decided to get clean. When a lot of fucking addicts that are homeless, a lot of the hardcore addicts, they don't have a reason to fucking get clean until you give it to them. And 
you, you'd be amazed at how much that fucking means to them. That little fucking act of being a friend to them, of showing them that somebody fucking gives a shit. That we're all here, everybody on this fucking planet has some purpose to fucking goddamn fill. As small or as big as it is, everybody's got a fucking purpose. And by you fucking short being their friend and helping them out, getting them fucking clean, getting them off the fucking street, helping them get their fucking life back together again, that would mean the fucking world to them because that because that tells them that somebody fucking thought saw them and believed that their life isn't pointless. That they that they actually have a fucking purpose to fucking God and fill. Somebody that they don't even fucking know fucking can saw it and believed in them. So now they're fucking paying it forward by helping other people in a similar situation. The same way that you fucking help them. Now, how many fucking people that never did drugs, never fucking drank, never fucking popped pills, never did any of that shit in their fucking life, not even once? How many people do you know like that that make it their fucking life mission to fucking pay it forward, regardless of what it is. I don't care if it's something as stupid as somebody held the door open for them at a restaurant or at a store. So, we're going to pay it forward by holding the door open for their other people. I don't care if it's something as stupid as that. How many people that have never done anything in their lives, drugs, alcohol-wise, not even once, pay it forward? How many can you say that, that, that you know that, that do that? Can probably very fucking goddamn few. But if you look at um, recovered alcoholics, recovered fucking drug addicts, a lot of them, the vast majority of them, can pay it forward like that. They'll be they're 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 the ones that fucking end up changing the fucking world. Because a lot of them start businesses that fucking change entire industries. A lot of them are the ones that end up starting these fucking charities that help fucking drug addicts get clean. A lot of these fucking addicts, recovered addicts, are the ones that start the fucking nonprofits and start the programs to help the homeless people fucking get back on their fucking feet. Get a place to stay, can get a fucking goddamn job, and fucking... Get back on their fucking goddamn feet, get their life back together again. I actually know of, um, a couple of homeless people that after they got, they, after they received help to get off the street and get their life back together again, they, it took them a good while to get a job. And the guy that helped that, you know, that somebody bought them a hotel room where they stayed for a while. I think the guy paid, uh, uh about like a month. So the, so the guy has some place to be for a month to get, to, you know, clean himself up, freshen up, look for work. And then, uh, obviously, he'd be responsible to, to start covering shit on his own. And when the month was up, and he still couldn't find a job, this guy was going week by week paying for that fucking hotel room for this guy. You know, and helped him start looking for a fucking job. This guy finally got a job, busted his fucking ass, um, put all of his fucking money aside, Started fucking little shit like uh, gambling on on investments on on stocks and stuff. 
show at that to get any kind of extra money that he could coming in. And he eventually ended up starting his own fucking goddamn business. And the only ones that he that he hires is other homeless people. He's paying it forward with that what that guy did for him. He's paying forward by supplying um room and board, whether it be at, at an apartment complex or a hotel, a motel, whatever, <clears throat> for homeless people that are that want to get off the street, that want to fucking get clean if they're addicts. And he's and he fucking fronts the rehab for the addicts. And then and he gives them a job working for him in his fucking goddamn business. A business that is was started by and fully employed strictly by fucking former homeless people and recovered addicts. Now tell me how many fucking clean people you know, might fucking do that shit. And that guy is just fucking one example of somebody that did a very little bit to help somebody. I mean, I'll agree that, that what he done, that what he did for that guy was a little bit more than the average person can afford to do. But in the grand scheme of things, what this guy fucking ended up, the homeless guy ended up pulling off, this guy helped him a very little bit. You know, gave him a place to stay off the streets for a little while. Helped him find a job. And then this guy, fucking, once he got his job, started making money, eventually got himself a place to stay outside the hotel, you know, an actual home, right? And then, eventually started his own business, and used his business to help other homeless people and other addicts get clean and get off the fucking street and have a job that they can fucking got him do. Some of them stay stay with them. Some of them, once their life's back together again, they leave and they try to get a job somewhere else, go off and do their own fucking goddamn thing. So, point being, you gotta stop saying that addicts are fucking assholes. You don't want you don't want them around. You blah 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 fucking goddamn bullshit because they're all this way. No, they're not all that way. They're not all gonna fucking steal from you. They're not all, you know, happy to be addicts. They're not all happy to be fucking struggling the way they fucking struggle. There are a good number of them that want to fucking get clean. They just don't know how. <clears throat> they don't have a support system from anybody. Family gave up on them. All their fucking, what I would consider real friends gave up on them. You know, by real I mean clean. All their clean friends gave up on them. So the only people they they know that they associate with are, are other addicts, other active addicts. So they don't have a support system to fucking get clean. And a lot of them, you know, if they don't have a family, they don't really have a reason to fucking push to get clean, even without that support system. So instead of fucking making massive umbrella assumptions and judgment calls on an entire fucking population, how about can you fucking talk to them yourself? Each individual one yourself. Can find the ones that want to fucking get clean. 
and fucking help them do it. <clears throat> help them get their fucking life back in order. And I'm not saying that you gotta spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to fucking got them do it. Like, you don't gotta go crazy. You can do simple shit, like, it, it, help them get insurance so they can fucking get into rehab. <clears throat> um, you can, you know, run a GoFundMe page, like I said earlier, or, you know, whatever kind of donation page you wanna run to try to collect donations for them. <clears throat> Use those funds to get them into a hotel, to buy them fresh clothes, new clothes, to buy them fucking food while you're helping them fucking get clean, helping them fucking, um, find a job, you know, or when you get them, when you help them get insurance and get into the rehab, maybe ask the rehab if they have, if they have a program or know of any programs that once they leave rehab, they'd be able to fucking get a job right away. You know, so there are things you can do to help people that's free. Ain't gonna cost you a motherfucking penny. It's just gonna cost you a little bit of your time. That's it. And that little bit of time can end up fucking changing somebody's life for the better. And end up fucking, you know, having a ginormous ripple effect. Because you have no idea what that person was upon this fucking planet to accomplish. That their drug habit or alcohol habit is getting in the way of. That once they, once they're fucking clean, once they're recovered, and they're less back on track, that they, they can now fulfill that fucking purpose. You have no fucking idea about that. You don't know what God put people down here to do. So, especially if you're a fucking Christian, you gotta start living by Jesus' example. Jesus didn't fucking hang out strictly and solely with the fucking goddamn quote-unquote, spiritual healthy. No, he went out amongst the sinners and fucking helped them become fucking spiritually healthy. So if you're going to claim, especially if you're going to claim you're fucking a Christian, then fucking live your faith. Lead by example. Give people a fucking reason to have fucking faith in humanity. And if you're gonna fucking push God down people's fucking throats, give them a reason to fucking listen. Give them a reason to believe that, well, shit, maybe God does exist. Maybe I was going through all this fucking shit I've been going through up until meeting this person because he was preparing me for what I have to do. Now, through this person helping me, I'll finally be able to fuck to accomplish that fucking purpose. You know, you, you don't know, you don't know what people are here to do. You don't know what you're here to do. Because <clears throat> a lot of people fucking limit themselves. And then by default, limit other fucking people. And they fucking claim to be fucking Christian, or they claim to be fucking high moral, good moral fucking God and people. But when opportunity arises to act on those good morals, to act on that fucking faith you claim to fucking God and believe in, can you don't do it. And you back down and you walk the fuck away. You fucking make judgment calls that you have no right to fucking make. You make assumptions that you've got no right to fucking God to make. And you don't give these people a fucking chance to prove themselves. You don't give these people a chance to fucking defend themselves. 
And that's fucking wrong. And yeah, I feel strongly about this because like I said, I've, I've got friends that I know, people that I know personally that are friends of mine from, you know, back in New York as well as people I've met here in Florida that were fucking addicts, they're recovered addicts. Now that, now they're very successful fucking people. A few people I know, like I said, you know, became, you know, they went through recovery, got clean, started their own businesses, several of them, and became very successful business owners. They have a fucking guy in family, you know, and by, and when you, and looking at them, you would never guess that at some point in their past, they were a fucking drug addict. You'd never fucking guess it. Because now, as, you know, clean individuals, as recovered addicts, they're very fucking, um, successful people that are respected by their fucking communities. You'd never guess that they used to be a fucking addict. So, while you fucking passing judgment and, and fucking assumptions on these, on these people, and not even giving them the fucking time of day to defend themselves and to fucking prove your assumptions wrong. You're only fucking hurt, hurting yourself in the long run, really. But you're also fucking hurting them. Because you could be the fucking support that they need or the reason that they need to fucking push themselves that actual little bit to fucking get their life in order. You know, if you think you're fucking good moral people, especially those of you who, who want to call yourselves fucking Christian, can start living by what you believe. <coughs> Passing judgment calls and assumptions, and then not not allowing them to even defend themselves, not even not giving them a chance to fucking prove you wrong. I'm sorry, but that's not living up to your fucking goddamn faith that you claim to believe in. And those that aren't faithful, those that simply say you don't need faith to be, to be fucking good people, to be moral people, and you think you've got fucking high morals, good morals, you're not living up to those fucking morals, passing fucking judgment and assumptions, and then not letting these people fucking prove you wrong. And yeah, I feel strongly about it, aside from the fact that I know people, recovered addicts, that turned into very successful people, very respectable people. It's the same shit. People people do the same shit with fucking mental health, mental illness. And the two really aren't that fucking different. I mean, there are a lot of mentally people that suffer with mental illness that aren't addicts. They're just severely mentally fucked. They're, the conditions they suffer with are that are just that severe. And people fucking judge them for it. Right off the fucking bat. They don't give the person a chance. They don't, they don't get to, they don't give themselves a chance to get, to get to know the person and see what kind of per, what kind of person they really are. They're judged by whatever the fuck their mental illness is. Which is fucking wrong. And then you've got people that are mentally ill that will turn to drugs or alcohol as a way of, um, dealing with the mental illness. So now you got, so now you got somebody that's both mentally ill and an addict. So as somebody who knows 
recovered addicts that became successful fucking people, can that somebody who is fucking mentally ill, can that suffers with a number of different mental health uh, issues, mental disorders, can this shit I am very fucking passionate about, and I do want to bring awareness to, and I am going to fucking call people out, that are fucking dirtbags, that are fucking judgmental fucking pieces of shit, because you don't fucking know, you you just don't know. And quite frankly, as the, as the saying goes, all you're going to do by assuming shit is making an ass out of you and me. And the me being whatever fucking person out there you're fucking passing judgment on and making assumptions on. And then, and then turning around and not giving them a fucking chance to fucking prove your ass wrong. And a lot of addicts, a lot of them, will fucking prove you wrong if you give them the chance. And they might not fucking prove you wrong that in that moment, in that fucking initial um, first impression conversation, they might not fucking prove you wrong, but stay in contact with them. Give them advice. Give them direction. Give them fucking support that they're probably not getting from anywhere else. And stay in contact with them. And sooner or later, they will fucking prove your ass wrong. I appreciate y'all for listening. I hope to see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Hi everyone, this is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Red Conrad Show. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, if you're not listening on Spotify, Spotify is the home of my subscription-only content. Any stories you want to hear that have part one or another missing pieces on the the free side, you got to hop over to Spotify and subscribe to the subscription content to get the uh, missing pieces of those particular stories. I will see you in the next episode. I'm normally not one to ask or beg for help, but for those of you who have been following my show all along, <coughs> and uh, back over the summer, listen to the situation that I was going through, <coughs> and started fucking pulling through, um, and then, you know, uh, those of you who are subscribed, and are listening to the episodes explaining the hiatus as those the different episodes explaining that are uploaded you know I'm in a kind of a mess right now um so if you're not subscribed please consider subscribing 
one side you can listen to the episodes about the hiatus and two so that you don't miss any of my shows any of the episodes there's a lot of the crazy insane stuff and a lot of the stuff that just um I can't put up for free for different reasons between how much explicit language I use or um the topics are just combat triggering a bit of a topic and I just don't feel it should be up for free I, I don't want access to you know um anyways um if you if you're subscribed please consider fucking leaving a donation to the show as well um if you're not subscribed yet you're still checking out the show determining if you want to subscribe in the meantime, please consider going to the website and, and leaving a donation. No donation is too small. I can really use the help right now. Even a dollar, um, every dollar helps. Uh, if you visit show.redconrad.com, uh, there's different ways you can leave a donation to the show there, both on the uh, on the homepage as well as on the support the show page. Again, that's show.redconrad.com. Please consider helping me out. Leave a donation. Anything helps, really. I appreciate it. I will see you in the next episode.